2021. Say that one more time. 2021. 2021. This is truly going to be an year of increase. Alright. What I want to make sure is I'm, I'm taking you in a certain direction on Sundays <coughs> and we'll continue with that direction on Sunday. But today I want to show you something important because it's not going to happen just because you wishfully think about it. There is something that you and I need to do. When the word of the Lord comes, it's our responsibility to receive the word and make sure we guard the word because there is a time of pregnancy and then there is a time for it to come forth. The word was sent and the word put on flesh. Are you with me? So there is a time which is very important where the word is putting on some shape, putting on some flesh and there comes a time when it is given birth. And I want to remind you something. In the spirit world, everything is given birth through prayer. You cannot expect this to manifest in your life if you have a negligent, irregular, irresponsible prayer life. You, you cannot be a casual Christian. Just you know, go lucky kind of person and just religiously live your life and expect that word to come to pass. Remember what the Bible says. It says the sower soweth the seed. And the seed, the Bible says, or Jesus said to his disciples, is the word of God. And it says, when the seed was sown, it fell on ground and the enemy, the birds came and took it away immediately. The enemy is waiting to take that word away from your heart. Now it's very important for you to know that you and I have to play a part in, in receiving the word, in guarding the word, in caring for the word, in nurturing the word, and wait patiently because every promise in the word is received through faith and patience. So nothing happens in by the end of January and you don't yet have a testimony. It means we have to pursue further in prayer. And that's why I'm talking about fasting and prayer. 
Are you with me everybody? It is important that we understand this. See, when you look at the life of Jesus, the Bible says that when he went into the waters of baptism and he rose from the waters, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the shape of a dove. And the Father said, This is my beloved Son in whom I will I'm well pleased. So God declared that this is the anointed one that in whom he is well pleased. But he was not yet released into what he was sent. It was an endorsement but it was not a dispatchment. See, when the word comes, it is to encourage us, to establish us. But now we have to go into a time and a season of prayer. If you go to the book of Luke chapter 4, it says in verse 1, And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit is leading Jesus into a place not into a convenient comfortable place but into the wilderness there is a purpose now you, you got to understand God said I'm well pleased with you and the next thing he sees is he finds himself in the wilderness now when I hear a word somebody prophesying over me saying God is well pleased with you and the next thing I see myself is in a place with hardly anything to eat and no place to lie down I begin to wonder did God speak or was this a false prophecy talk to me somebody amen but you see you got to understand how the spirit works because God is preparing you for something glory to God amen now he needs us to surrender and submit please, please remember it is not your effort that's going to cause this increase to manifest it is your submission that is going to cause this to come to pass faith to walk in faith is to walk in submission to God so when Jesus was led into the wilderness what happened being 40 days tempted of the devil in those days he, eat, he did eat nothing and they were ended he afterward hungered so for 40 days he was in prayer and he was fasting God is preparing him to be released into what he was called for any word not just this word but any word that God has spoken to us we should never, we should never be in a hurry to try to manifest that in our own strength but we should wait on him to guide and lead us and many times his leading will be such that it will begin to make you question 
whether that word is true aneka saarlaana nadipimpu ela untundante aa maata devudu ichada kaadane napanamakani ikistundi he gives a word to joseph joseph ku devudu maata ichadu and he speaks to him in a dream thana kaladwara maata and he shows him that all his brother and including his father and mother will bow down to him aneka sahodarulu tallidandrulu saha thanaku mokarisultarani he gives him a vision that he would be a leader thana nayakudu avutaranu darshanam ichadu and the next thing he knows tarubatha telisindi his own brothers are trying to kill him thana sahodarulu champalanu chusaru and he ends up as a slave in a foreign nation. tan vere deshamlo banisagamu padadu it's so contrary to the word that he got that god gave him devudu ichina maata kadu poorthi vetrekanga undi and this is what you and i as christians have to understand kristavuluga meeru nenu idartham cheskovali that we trust in the character of god manamu devuni gunashilatanu nammali we don't trust god based on circumstances paristhitulnu batti devuni nammamu kaani we trust god because we know him aayini telusu kaabatane nammali and we know all things work together for good to them that love god and to those who are called according to his purpose devudu thannu preminchu vaariki thana chitta prakaram pilavadina vaariki samasthamunu samakudi jarugutunnayi telusukovali so although he went down as a slave ayina banisaga pampabadina he came back up as a prime minister thannu oka rajuga baitaku vachadu although jesus went down as a you know into the wilderness yesu aranyamloni pampabadina and was fasting and praying for 50 for 40 days nalu roju upavasamuni prarthisthunnaru in luke chapter 4 verse 13 luke 4:13 lo chuste it says and when the devil had ended all temptation he departed from him for a season apavadi pratishodhanalu muginchu Now listen what happened. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out fame of him through all the regions round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. Something was framed. Something was shaped. Something began to. happened during the 40 day period that by the end of that period jesus came forth with glory yesu mahima tho baitaku chadu hallelujah hallelujah so there is a period of prayer prarthana koka kaalam anedi untunadi waiting patiently on god devuni meeda vorpu tho vechi undadamu some of us might have testimonies the very next day kontha mandiki marusadu roje sakshalu undachu some may have for 6 months kontha mandiki 6 nellu undakapochu dani kanavu is working on us individually devudu vyaktigathaga mana meeda pani chestunnaru and shaping us individually and preparing us for our purpose for his purpose aina uddeshapurvam manalu siddha parustunnadu to cause us to be used by him aina dwara vaadabadunnatlu ga this you must be sure idi meer gurtunchukovali god will certainly show increase in your life devudu kachithaga mee jeevithamlo vruddini kaluga chestaru are you willing to pray kaani prarthinchadaniki siddhamuna are you willing to submit meer lopadani siddhamuna are you willing to be led by the holy spirit aasma dwara nadipinchabadani siddhamuna are you going to be just some of those that will dance in the presence of god leda devuni sanidhilo naatlu chappatlu kotti and be just religious christians mata paramaina kristavulo untara Now watch this. I was thinking about it the other day. Jesus would go. Yes, we will. And the Bible says multitudes followed him. Bible says that when the multitudes followed him. Why did the multitudes follow him? Because he was meeting their needs. But then there is another group of people that followed him. They were not. people that had needs they were being trained to meet the needs of others they are called disciples now you 
can now see where you stand whether you are a disciple or you are a crowd if you are the crowd the general congregation you will only think of coming to church when you have a need because you are self-centered you are focused on your needs your increase your promotion your blessing and your business you are not concerned about the things of God. Now why does God want to increase? God want, there is a purpose for that increase. And let me remind you, the purpose is not just to elevate your standard of living. That you can buy a better, more expensive car and buy another flat and just live another better, better living, you know, improve your living standard. Now, I'm not against that. I'm a believer of that God prospers people. But if that is the focus for the increase, then you have not understood the heart of God. God said to Abraham, I will bless you that you might be a blessing to the nation. Hallelujah. God wants us to increase so we can give back unto the Lord. So we can build the kingdom of God. God. So, I want you to check your heart today. When I declared this word, everybody was so excited. Because in most minds, the thought is, I'm going to get better. My salary will increase. I can pay off this. I can buy that. Well, nothing wrong with that. But what is your first priority? Hallelujah. Am I getting through to you? So that's why God wants us to come into a time of prayer. And this time of prayer and fasting is not to try to force God to increase us. Fasting is not to change God. But when I fast and pray, I surrender my soul to Him so that He can now begin to work on my soul. He can work on my desires. He can work on ambition. He can begin to align my, my soul with his word. As your soul prospereth, God wants you to prosper. If your soul is only focused on yourself, then you are going in the wrong direction. Am I getting through to you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is a period when I want us to come to prayer so we can have an encounter with God that will begin to shape our thinking, shape our desires, shape our life, and we know how to live a life that is pleasing to God. And when we please God, there is no good thing that He will withhold from His children. 
Somebody say Amen. See, it is in the time of prayer. You've got to understand something. I'm not talking about praying for your needs to be met. I'm talking about a time of prayer where God begins to deal with you, with you as a person. Saul was on his journey. He was taking people, imprisoning, imprisoning them, and slaughtering the Christians. And on the way to Damascus, he has an encounter with God. And then look what happens. He goes, is blinded. He goes into um, the city. Let me see if I can find that for you. Um, wait a minute. Yeah, if you go to Acts chapter 9. Okay. Um, he has an encounter with the Lord. And then he goes, he is blinded. Um, and the Lord visits a, his servant, one of his disciples by the name of Ananias. And in verse 11 it says, And the Lord said unto him, which is Ananias, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. What is he doing? He is praying. For three days, he is blind. He is not eating or drinking. And he is praying. And had seen in a vision a man named Ananias come to him, putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. So he is having a vision. Right? Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man, he, how much evil he had done to the saints at Jerusalem and here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name but the Lord said unto him verse 15 go thy way for he is a, he, he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel and I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Alright. So, I don't want to take too much time reading all this. I wish we had. Read that chapter. So the next thing we know that he is healed. He is filled with the Holy Ghost. And then it reads, when Saul came to... Uh, uh, Verse 29. And he spake boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Grecians, but they went about to slay him. And in verse 27 it says, he preached boldly in Damascus. It was in the time of prayer and fasting, a dramatic transformation took place. Say Amen. I pray that during this time of fasting and prayer that you would start from Monday. 
already started, great. If you're going to start from tonight, great. But I'm just encouraging everybody to get into a time of fasting and praying. As I said, it's not so that we can get God to do something, but that God may be permitted to work in my heart and your heart, your soul and my soul to shape us into the vessel that can bring forth the glory of God. Say Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, it's during the times of prayer and fasting people have had great encounters. If you look at the life of Peter, Peter afterwards anointed the Holy Ghost and he had preached and all that had happened. Then in verse, in chapter 10, we read about the encounter that Cornelius has with uh, the angel of God. And Cornelius is told by the angel to send for Simon who is in Joppa. And the Bible says that on that day, Peter was on the rooftop. He was hungry, that means he was not eating. But he went into prayer. And in that time of prayer, we went into a trance. He had an ex he had an awesome experience in God but it was quite confusing because it was like God was telling Peter to eat unclean animals when he was pondering on that vision the Holy Spirit gives him direction and says there are three people there are people that have come from the city go with them without hesitation so what am I trying to say it is during this time of prayer and fasting God gave Peter the, the understanding that the gospel of the kingdom was not just for the Jews but also for the Gentiles. See, God was shaping Peter's thinking. Somebody say Amen. Amen. I pray that God will do something in your life that will shape your thinking, will fix your soul, will rid you of selfishness and make you more God conscious and kingdom minded that I am here to serve God not to serve my own will and my own pleasure. I'm living here for God's glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, every major thing that I've been sharing with you until now was all birthed in prayer. So I want to encourage you that while you spend this time in prayer, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit, paying attention to your spirit man. Not mechanically praying in tongues but dropping down into the spirit and picking up what the spirit of the Lord is saying and letting him work in you. He may guide you to read certain portions of scripture or he might challenge you in certain areas about your wrong thinking. He might remind you of certain disobedient acts that you've 
you you were involved in it is not to condemn you it is to bring you back into alignment with him so that as you flow with him you can see the flow of God's increase manifest in your life hallelujah I said hallelujah you see even the church was birthed in a time of prayer. They were gathered together on the day of Pentecost. And these were fearful people. 120 gathered together. And the Holy Spirit came upon them. And the church was birthed that day. There was a tremendous encounter that changed history. Hallelujah. The church was birth we cannot expect anything to happen that is significant in our lives without a time of prayer hallelujah let me tell you my own story I've shared with you many times but it was during a time of fasting and prayer every day we would come together in the evening from about 5 to 8 and we would pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry, we would pray for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And as we were praying, we had, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit God. And my life transformed. And that's when I began to know my God. And that's when I moved into this direction. And God showed me the plan for my life. I never intended to ever become a preacher. It was not on the radar anywhere. That was probably the last thing I would have ever imagined, dreamed about. Because I hated public appearance. But God's plan was revealed and established in my life during a time of fasting and prayer. And I'm saying this to you and I want you to listen very carefully. Something significant is about to happen in your life as you spend time in fasting and prayer. Come on, let's get back to the basics. I thank God for the faith message and the faith message is not does not contradict prayer. In fact, prayer strengthens your faith. How do you care for that word? It is as you pray and you care for it. It is as you meditate the word, you nurture it. Hallelujah. That's why God said, Joshua, meditate. Meditation is a form of prayer. So as I meditate on the word and as I pray in the Holy Ghost, what am I doing? I'm establishing that word. I'm nurturing that word. I'm strengthening that word. And that seed is now beginning to grow. Hallelujah. You know, many of you and many people have received words from God but have aborted it through negligence. It was not because the word did not have the power to manifest. It was because of our negligence. The enemy 
was able to come in and steal that word and so as a result the word was aborted that's why I'm encouraging you I'm warning you and I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with a burden in my heart that you need to start fasting and praying as we fast and pray and meditate on that word now listen when Joshua was facing the enemy the Bible says there were giants and these giants had reputation that they never lost war but Joshua was told in fact commanded be strong and be courageous now how can I be strong and courageous without God's help it's impossible so what do I do I take the word that God has given me and I keep confessing it but I strengthen it by prayer are you with me so it's not enough to say pastor I confessed it hundred times it's not working whether you confess it for a hundred times one time or a hundred thousand times it has to be nurtured it has to be properly meditated and you have to pray now watch this when he lifted his eyes, he saw giants. But he was not, see, if I'm meditating what God said, then I'm not permitted to say what I see. Come on, amen. amen. Now, we can talk a lot about what is happening in the world. Now, if you keep talking about lack, loss, no jobs, business is going down, it is never going to give you faith to believe for increase. But if you will begin to talk what God's word says, and talk about rather than people losing jobs, how God gave increase to Isaac, how God gave increase to Abraham, keep your mind focused on that. And keep your mind focused on what the Bible declares. In the midst of famine, I will flourish. Don't ask me how. I know this. My God has spoken it. And I will not let the devil steal that. Therefore, I'm going to strengthen it through prayer in the Holy Ghost. Somebody say Amen. See, some people get tired praying in the Holy Ghost for 30 seconds. Let me, share, let me share something. You know, every, everyone that's filled with the Holy Ghost can pray in, the, in other tongues at your own will. But if you have gone any, in, to any depth in it, you'll realize that you can start. You can start like that. But after a while, the Holy Ghost takes over. Now you begin to speak other tongues. You see, you have to get into the same... Um, you got to get into the sync with the Holy Spirit. Let's say you take a dynamo, like, like a generator. They, you know, let's take a small generator. You know how they would start? They would have a string that you have to pull. What are they doing? They're trying to pull. They're trying to get the dynamo 
to oscillate at a certain speed aa dynamo oka vegam todi danni parigetharanu chestunnaru it catches that speed oka sari aa vegam ochin tarvata it takes over now you don't have to use the string anymore that's the way you have to develop praying in the holy ghost alla meeru parishuddhaatma bhashalo prarthinchana peppandinchukovali you start in your own strength mee sonta samarthyam tho aramminchi but then you have to be sensitive meeru grahimpu kaligi to oscillate at the same speed adhe veegamuto mundu kelthunnaru the holy spirit is oscillating parishuddhaatmulu parichestunnaru veegamlo you give in to the holy ghost parishuddhaatma karthinchukunnapudu then he takes over appudu ayina nadipistadu and you know there are times you will have you will pray loudly konni samayalu gattiga paarthistaru like you're fighting with somebody yemurtho poraadutunnatluga paarthistaru suddenly you will break into singing ye koncham se tarvata paatalu velikataru all kinds of things will be happening in a different tongue and and you'll be in a in a certain tongue or a certain language for a period aneka vishayalu oka bhashalo koncham se paarthistaru and then suddenly you switch to another language ventane vere bhashalonu velthunnaru and anybody that has had any experience in this understands what i'm talking about itu vanta anubhavam kaligina varu nenu cheppedi artham avuthundi anukuntunnandi don't try to limit it and try to control it with your mind mee manasutho dani haddullo unchukani Once your spirit gets connected, let loose. That's when the Holy Ghost takes over. Now you start praying like that for a month and see what's going to happen. I'm telling you, you start this Monday and start praying like that for an hour every day. Before the end of this month, you'll be supercharged in your spirit, man. I'm telling you, you a new fire will rise inside. Now we got to understand. God wants us to be blessed. But the question I want to ask you is this. What do you want to do with the blessing? Some people have graduated to the level where they say I will give 10%. కొంతమంది ఏ స్థాయికి వచ్చారంటే 10% ఇస్తాను నేను. Well that's excellent. అది మంచిది. But you shouldn't stop there. కానీ అక్కడ ఆగిపోకూడదు. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to give more. మనం ఇంకా ఎక్కువ ఇవ్వాలి. If you want more. ఎక్కువ కావాలి. Give more. ఎక్కువ ఇవ్వండి. why it's not to tempt god to give us more it is expressing your heart that i love you lord and i want to give more into the kingdom we have to realize this year every one of us has to get more involved more focused on building the kingdom of god increase is not just in finances there should be increase in the burning and the fire in our hearts for god avrudi devuni vishayame mana hrudayamlo adhiragalu kompadi in the desire for god devuni koraku vaanchalo ragalu kompadi in the desire for the house of god devuni mandiram koraku vrutti kavali and increase with a desire to evangelize aswartikarana koraku aa aasha vrutti increase in the desire to see people saved and being added to the church of jesus christ rakshana pondi devuni yokka mandiramlo cherchapadinattu aa aasha vrutti increase in the area of kingdom business devuni rajya vishayamlo oka aasakti kaligundi not just financial business kevalam aarthika vishayalone kaadu financial business is secondary aarthika vishayalu tarvata the primary thing is to go after god pramukhyamaina devuni vembadi velali when we go after god devuni vembadi velali finances will follow us aarthika vishayalu vembadi stai i want to encourage you devuni prothayistunanu right in the very beginning of the year ee samasam aarambhamlo i want to challenge you meek savalu chestunanu change the focus mee drushtini marchukonandi not my money not dabbu meeda kaadu my job na udyogam kaadu God hani devudu loving god devuni preminchalu serving god devuni sevinchalu so i want to challenge you now meeku savalu chestunnaru let's prepare our hearts to go into a period of fasting and prayer upavasa prarthanalu velthunnaga 
not to change others but for god to change me devudu nannu marchinatluga amen amen hallelujah hallelujah i want to leave you with that challenge today aa saval tho ee raatri mimmal vidichi pedtanu amen amen